Dog Sports, but we came here to win the most legit podcast. That's why we know you're tuning in. We cover the biggest news. We underdogs, but we can't lose. So trust the process. Yes, you, because we got Chris and Anju to bless you with the best features, best stories. We diving deep like a Lambo leap. Wake up, kid, and stop snoring. We on point just like this beat. Bring the passion like the talk path. In the cold, get a gold brand. Sit back and race the cat, because we start this show like right now. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Underdog. Chris Horwardell, joined by the one, the only, Matt Crone. Matthew, how are you? Uh, just being one and only, Chris. Just just <laughs> doing what I can do. How, how are you, buddy? I'm all right. I'm all right. It's always weird. It's um, It is always weird when we it talk. Is, it is. Yeah, well, that's certainly true. There's <laughs> no arguing that. But it's, uh, you know, it's noon on a Thursday. and um, Yes, during I, my lunch hour. If uh, mm. if anybody important's listening, <laughs> yes. I have an allotted forty five minutes from the government for lunch, <laughs> and we're gonna take fifty right here. Ah, <laughs> they're gonna dock my pay. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's 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 Thursday afternoon, and I've already recorded a show. This is the second one. It's um, just, I'd love to get back to some sort of regular schedule, but a lot of stuff going on in the sports world. I don't think either one of us wanted to record tonight. Where. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers will take on the Boston Celtics in game six of the, the second round of the Eastern Conference playoffs. Yep. One of uh, one of four series that are currently 3-2 in the NBA playoffs right now. That's crazy. We're going to talk about that stuff. We're going to talk about uh, series prices. A lot of interesting stuff. UPS just showed up in front of my house. I've got BovadaSportsBook.com open in front of me. We're going, that's again the wrong place. Uh, we're going <laughs> to... Take a look at all this stuff. There's interesting props and uh, and much more. But before we dig into that too much, I did I wanted to talk to you about something that you and I kind of agreed on last night, but we didn't really we didn't really discuss it okay. in any way. And that is uh, the general take on season three of Ted Lasso. Yeah, boy, does it stink! <laughs> like. I mean, I think we talked about it last, like just we touched on it a bit. There's there's been a few funny parts that like I find memorable, like teaching Roy how to ride a bike mm-hmm. and like different things. And I'm not going to do any sort of spoilers that that'll be the only one. Yeah, but, let's, let's just let's just say this. Um, there may be minor, minor spoilers for season three if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. And by the way, I'm still two episodes behind. Um, so Ted's dead. Ted died. <laughs> that was I could not believe that. Uh, Henry really, really became a serial killer at that yeah. young age. Henry but Rowan Garner, not even Henry, his son Henry. Henry Rowan Garner shows up. No, it was a crossover, and that kid. I mean, he lost the fastball, but he can still bring the heat. <laughs> he can still um, murder. Yeah, I am. Uh, I love the Ted Lasso Rookie of the Year crossover. <laughs> now that's <laughs> something the writer should have done. <laughs> rookie of the Year? How old is that kid? Older than Jason Sudeikis at this point? When was when was Rookie uh, of the Year? No, I don't think so. Rookie of the Year was 1993. Henry Rowan Gardner is definitely younger than him. Uh, Thomas Ian Nichols is Henry Rowan Gardner, and he is 42 years old. Okay, and how old is Jason Sudeikis? Jason Sudeikis Jace, is probably 46. Yeah, that's why I would put Jason in that realm there. Sudeikis is, uh, is 47. Okay, I was one year off. You were. So, I mean, they're, they're peers. In terms of their age groups, though, and that, oh, that certainly. was a little surprising. They could have went to high school together. Yeah, I've, one started a little early, and and you know, and <laughs> and, and Jace 
Jay's had a red shirt year. Ian Nichols got help, but he had to stay back a year or no. He had to go forward. Other way around, yeah. He had to go forward because he was doing such good movies. They moved him up. Yeah, he's still working, by the way. Uh, he was in a movie as recently as 2020, and he's got an upcoming film called Underdeveloped where he plays Joe. It's in post-production. Well, it's a TV series, so stay tuned for that. And if Tom, Tommy, if you want to come on the show and promote uh, Underdeveloped, we can we can certainly talk about it. Yeah, or we could talk about how he reprised his role in Ted Lasso. <laughs> and it was a shocking turn. Uh, but anyway, and yeah, so minor spoilers over the next couple of minutes. I'm a couple episodes behind. I left my the last thing I have seen was they lost the game, uh, but they figured out they sort of made the total football thing work at the end. Um, okay, yeah, they, I didn't they, watch they, last night's episodes. That's all I missed. Okay, so yeah, I haven't. You've seen one more episode than I have. Okay. Uh, what what else? What are the problems? Because I I've got numerous. Like all of a sudden they want it to be weirdly political. Yeah, uh, they like, they want it to be heavy look- handed. No, not what I'm looking for in a comedy show. Like there's like, and like I'm not looking for comedy when I'm watching political things. You know, right. like the, the, the keep them separate. I don't know why they're 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 really trying to harp on a bunch of different social issues right now, and it's just not really kind of why I tuned into the show. No, you know, it, is, it has not been not been fun. The Zava thing was weird. Yeah, and then I also don't enjoy. I'm trying to think about where you're at. I, I mean, they're trying to. I don't know. I feel like they're humanizing Nate. I don't know if you've very seen... much. I, I predicted this very early on. Yeah. Yes, there the redemption arc of Nate has been a strong one, and I don't like it. Like I have, I, I have a prediction, and I think I predicted this on the show before. What that he'll come back and coach AFC Richmond. A hundred percent. Yeah. Ted be... Ted leaves, and he comes back to coach. Yeah, which it's like I don't know. I kind of hate it. Like I, me too. Like it's just they're doing the redemption arc arc without Ted. Like without mm-hmm. any. Like it's it's just it's very bizarre, man. I just don't. The writing hasn't been that good. The the throat push it down your throat political agendas that are going on it's just like they literally stole shut up and dribble yeah like what a weird thing to like be talking about i i just (laughs) don't i just they're like moral dilemmas on situations it's just the show got weird and then i saw actually i did you see that jason sudeikis is like liking uh on twitter like people trashing the show and the writers no Yes, it's Jason Sudeikis on Twitter. If you go to like his liked feed, he is like liking tweets that are trashing the show and the writers and stuff like that. Yeah, so that's a big, uh, it's a big one. Um, yeah, I'm looking at this right now. Uh, well, apparently, this is he's always been like this. There's a story from two years ago talking about how uh, he liked negative tweets. Oh, then maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's maybe he's not. Like, I think it might agreeing. be a sarcastic thing. Okay, yeah. maybe, but it's just it's just weird. It's just been weird. It's just been like I just don't like it. Uh, yeah. There's some October 11th. There was a thing, and this he's always liking hate tweets about Ted Lasso ever since the show started. Doesn't mean it's anything's true. Ah, okay. So this feels true though, just because I think it stinks now because it was such a good show. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And now it's just, it's, it's turned. It's not what it used to be. It wasn't, it's not like just like this, like uplifting story of like a guy coming over and doing like bringing a team together. You know, it's, it wasn't the, it's, 
it's not this like sports fun comedy show anymore. That kind of turned late last year too with the therapist stuff. I get. I I don't know. I didn't really. I didn't really see that. Somebody else said that. I mean, I didn't really get that from from the vibes of last year. But I just thought that was just kind of like a therapy thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. It's just it's weird that we're in this last season. We only have a handful of episodes left, and like we're we're spending all this time on on the storyline about the gay player who like probably said 20 lines in the previous two seasons. He's, he's one of the main characters. I yeah. don't know. Where, I don't know where that's going. I, yeah. I don't know what their plan is there. Like, and we're spending time with uh, Rebecca on a boat with some random guy. Yeah. Like it's just, I just don't, I don't, I don't. And there's so many different plot points now. Oh, and the key and the, the random Keeley relationship. Yeah, the random Keeley relationship. Like, it's just there's so much like craziness. Like, what is happening? There's no rhyme or reason to the show anymore. Like, are we really not gonna get Keeley and Roy back together? Like, I, I assumed that. Like, don't we want people to be happy? Yeah, like, I, and I wanted to be happy by Roy and Keeley being together because they right. were cool. Like. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just don't I don't get it like and, and, and I, I'd be fine with it if that's the way the show was, you know, it just feels like the show kind of just turned on its head. Yeah, 100 uh, percent. Bill Lawrence just took things a little bit too serious here in the in this last season. I, I don't know. Maybe all the awards got to him a little bit, but yeah, I'm, I'm not looking for it when I'm watching a comedy. I'm not looking for like crazy seriousness like you can throw in. It's part of the one reason I don't watch. The, that many reruns of Scrubs anymore because it gets too mm. serious. Like, hey man, like I'm just looking to like laugh. Like I don't need to find out about people dying of rabies. Yeah, we we have talked about that before. Scrubs yeah. is a weird rewatch because you know there for every for every three episodes of like oh that's a fun episode. There's one that's just like heartbreakingly depressing, <laughs> and they come out of nowhere. <laughs> it's like it's like oh like that was funny. Like uh, JD and Turk uh, like did something crazy. Oh now Brendan Fraser's dying of cancer, and it's like what the hell is going on? <laughs> oh, he's dead. He's dead. No, he's dead. Okay. Yeah, like, now we're at a funeral. All right. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like oh Doctor Cox is deep like depressed as hell like this is not good like <laughs> yeah come on bill just let us have fun yeah like, I, I will say i will say though that the uh the i thought the roy and jamie bike trip was as, as good as pretty yes much that was probably that was probably the best thing uh did you see the ropes thing yet the ropes thing yeah. if, if you don't know what the ropes thing is then you haven't seen it yet but that is that comes up next uh episode must been the, yeah it must be in the next episode it's, very, it's that is another one of the funnier parts of this that probably the oh season, are you so. talking about the at training at the practice yeah when they tie the ropes to each yeah, other yeah, yeah, yeah i remember yeah. i don't know it just that didn't hit for me honestly i i laughed at that i i laughed at how much uh roy kent was enjoying it that's like, fair. I thought that was really funny. So I, I will give them that. Had, had they ever addressed that Roy has a metal allergy before? No. And, and yeah. that's why oh, yeah. he doesn't use the whistle? No, like that was Brent. I don't think so. I, I don't either. They looked, they, yeah, they started talking about that. And I was like, oh, like, because he was doing whistle, right? He was yelling it. And yeah. then was like, uh, then they, they made a comment about it. And I was like, oh, is it always? I was like, oh, like, that's weird. Like that. Yeah, I, I think, was like, I think the. Ted said, like, to sure you don't want a plastic whistle. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I don't think that was mentioned until when, like, this most recent episode. Just kind of forgot about it. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I don't. I like, the stuff with uh, Sam and his dad was weird. It was that's uh, big man though, man. Not a fun show. You watch Sweet Tooth? No, I, I hear it's great. I actually like. I forget. We kind of like randomly stumbled upon it, and uh, we watched like the first two episodes, and then we were like. Oh, like this is really good. So we watched the whole thing, and then the mm-hmm. first season or the second season came out, and like we were excited to watch it. And let me tell you what, Chris. Yeah. We watched it in one Saturday, all eight episodes that were over an hour long. Wow. It, okay. It's it's a good show. I like. And it's on what? It's a Hulu show, right? It's Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Yeah, and it's pretty lighthearted. Like it's not like overly crazy too. So. It's um it's it's good. It's just like a good show. Like it's pretty cool. It's actually it's in the DC universe. Okay. Yeah, good. it was a comic book. I didn't actually know that. So I'm looking, uh, there's a bunch of Grateful Dead references too, which you know I'm partial to. I have I have added it to my list. Yeah, yeah. I I'm not gonna sit here and say like it's the best, but like it's it's fun to watch. It's just like fun, it's it's decent. Like it's not, nothing crazy, it's it's good to watch. You said it was the best thing you've ever seen, right? I did say that. But I also did say Most Valuable Primate was the best thing I've ever seen. So I can't I be trusted. Well, I, I think we were all pretty sure you couldn't be trusted before that. <laughs> but yeah, You're the no, one who watches is... Richie Rich every morning before you wake up. That was something we talked about <laughs> privately. <laughs> and by the way, I like that you just said you watch Richie Rich every morning before you wake up. <laughs> It turns on like and you're halfway through it as you're as you're rising. You have it set to a timer every day. <laughs> yeah, no, I just I just like to wake up at a very specific point in Richie Rich so I can catch the ending. You don't have to see all the bad stuff. You don't have to be depressed. That's, that's good, man. It's like Michael Scott when he's like he's like, Yeah, I lay out strips of bacon next to my bed every morning. And I, he's like, and then I like to wake up to the smell of crackling bacon. Sue me. <laughs> like <laughs> Oh, that's great. And then sometimes you burn your feet. I'm about to. Stop. I'm watching. A, I'm watching Impractical Jokers to go to bed right now, and okay. uh, I'm I'm on season seven. As soon as I get done that, I'm gonna watch The Office for the first time in a very long time. It's. I think it's probably been at least two years since I've watched The Office. I don't think I've watched it in like a day or two. But <laughs> yeah, I that it was for a long time in my in my uh, sort of library of shows to go to sleep to with that, that and 30 rock and uh, parks and rec and all of that. But then it kind of just switched to like MythBusters in the office because I just know everything that's going to MythBusters and impractical jokers. Cause I can just know everything that's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, and, you got to watch something, you know, what's going to happen in order to fall asleep. And it, not only that, but it also, it also can't be too loud. And that's why that's the one reason that Brooklyn Nine Nines never really made it into my rotation because yeah. it does it does get a little loud. No, I get it. Even though it's a great show, it's it was good. <laughs> I turned it off recently. How far did you get? First season of season eight. Really? So First get, episode of season eight. You're saying? Yeah. It was season eight, the last episode. It's the last uh, season. Yeah. Okay. I'll, here's it's my turning advice. into te- it turned into Ted Lasso. Let me, here's my advice to you from that. There, there was a stretch because that, that coincided with all of the, um, the issues with police. Yeah. And I get, I get, like, I get why it was addressed and everything. I, I it get figures, that. It figures it out though. It's, okay. it, it figures it out. And, and 
it it does take a little while, but it figures it out, and it is it is is very very good as it ends. So the thing is, it's like when I watch these shows, it's my decompressing part of the day. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like I'm like I shut my brain off. I just want to have like that's why I'm watching Tacoma FD because it's so goofy and there's (laughs) nothing going on. It's like I'm playing PGA on on X on PlayStation. Like I'm not thinking like I don't like I'm not I don't want anything serious going on. Like I did all the seriousness during the day, you know, I'm just trying to decompress from the day and get my mental right, you know, before mm-hmm. I go to bed. I get it. So I get it. I But I, w- I would encourage you to, to uh, finish it by at some point. If you if you like the first seven seasons there, that does still exist in season eight. It's just you have to get through some some heavy handed preaching about how the police are great and they're the good guys and all of that stuff. Yeah. It's just a little, the whole, it, it just, I just was not yeah, into it. And I, trust that's me, when I, I turned totally on Tacoma it. FD. I was like, I'm just going to watch this. I totally get it. I, I was always a firefighter through. guy. Anyway, we went through that as well. Uh, fair enough. Well, did you, uh, <laughs> plenty of fire, great firefighter shows that, uh, that Dennis Leary show was excellent. That, um, they might've been a cop. I don't remember. No, he was a, well, firefighter. He was a firefighter. Yeah. That show was good. Uh, who cares? Anyway, why is Dennis Leary's height the first thing that comes up? I think he's short. He's six one. Very normal. Is he re- very I would normal. not. Have, that's tall. I would not have guessed that. Yeah. Very rescue me. That was the show. But yeah, rescue very, me. Yeah. Ray Romano six two. This is interesting. The th- when you search Dennis Leary height, I think we've done this on the show before with other people. Oh, then give me the th- uh, third one. Let's turn this into a game. Come on. All right. So I already gave you the first one. It was Ray Romano, yeah. and he is six two. Yes. As everyone knows, famously 6'2". And then the two other people are pretty interesting. Okay. Both in the acting world. Okay. One dead. Oh. Died at a young age, from what I remember. Okay. River Phoenix. No. He's a more of comedy guy. Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, no, who is it? Bill Hicks. Okay, Bill Hicks. And he's Height six- for... Sorry, he's six foot one. I shouldn't have told you. I messed up. Yeah, and then you you apologized <laughs> and then told me. <laughs> All right, but like the you, next you one, hadn't right. given the answer yet. <laughs> we, we got one more. We got one more for you. Okay. Do you want to start with how tall this person is? <laughs> <laughs> seven foot three. Oh wow! Okay. It's Taco Fall. No, he's, a, <laughs> he's an he's an American actor, comedian, and film producer. He has appeared in over 100 films, produced okay. over 20 films and documentaries, and made over 30 television appearances, and produced various television projects. Okay, dude, just give me the person. I'm just gonna guess the height. That's what I was told. The game John, was gonna be John Leguizamo. 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 Okay. Like I. Leguizamo and Totoro. Leguizamo it was is in the 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 uh, John Wick movies, right? Um, I, I just need to be sure that I'm not I'm not gonna actually search the Google. I just he need is to, in okay, John, yeah, yeah, that's the person I think it is. He was in he's in the John Wick uh, couple movies, he's in and Super he's, Mario he's in Transformers, from and, and he was in Super Mario Brothers. He was Luigi and Ice Age, and uh, okay. I'm guessing he is is shorter. Is my is my thinking? I'm gonna guess John Leguizamo is five foot nine. So here's the thing: one thing says he's five eight, but this other thing says he's five foot six and a half. Okay, yeah, that's a weird three. You're right. <laughs> I don't know why that was the group. <laughs> yeah, this this 
John Leguizamo height does come up as five eight, uh, and and this is a thing because when you search John Leguizamo height, people also search Dennis Leary height, Ray Romano height. So they were and Bob all in... Hoskins height. Bob Hoskins was in Super Mario Brothers with uh, Leguizamo. Well, Leguizamo, Romano, and Leary were all in uh, Ice Age, so maybe that's ah, that does make more sense. Maybe they're tied together. That makes more sense. And yeah. he's apparently in The Mandalorian. All right. I stopped watching that. I am not interested in Star Wars at all, but I have I have gotten through that. I like watched like the first season and then stopped. That's fair. I might have even watched the second season, but I can't remember. And then the Ben Boba Fett turned into a a um Mandalorian season at the end ran- randomly. Bob Fett. Bob Fett, Bob Fett. Let's talk. Let's talk NBA series three two. Matthew, we've got four of them. Yeah, that's what I heard. First, first game tonight: Boston Celtics, Philadelphia 76ers. Sixers lead the series three to two, and uh, Bavada has the uh, the Sixers the two and a half point home underdogs. How are you feeling about this game? Well, Chris, if you listen to Butter's Delight, I have not. You were there. Yeah, I don't listen to the stuff you say. You're the only one that watches it live. <laughs> Literally, I just every once in a while, like I can see from people's facial expressions that they did something that they thought was funny, so I just laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'm listening to Richie Rich. <laughs> <laughs> just on re- you're listening to a Richie Rich podcast. It's, it's, like, a... it's the soundtrack I listen to, but yeah, <laughs> the score. <laughs> um, so. I my lock of the week this week mm-hmm. is in this game. Mm-hmm. My lock of the week is Boston minus two and a half. And your uh, logic behind that? It's a, I'm trying to jinx them, mm-hmm. but I'm you also to... get to be right if you're <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't know, man. I just think I think this is going seven. I mean, I think that's the way this series is going. I think we played so amazing where every single player stepped up last game that I don't know if we can do that twice in a row. Yeah. No, that was uh and I heard I forget who said it last night, but probably I Bill heard Hicks. probably Bill Hicks. That was weird. Um he was thought yeah, talking about <laughs> game five of the Sixers series, which is bizarre. Um somebody said like, Oh, they this the Celtics look defeated. Like I didn't I didn't really see that. No, I, didn't I didn't get that. that. I, I think they're gonna come back super strong. I actually on underdog, I also I took Boston minus two and a half. I, I am happy that Ed Malloy is the crew chief tonight. Ed Malloy over uh last couple of years in the playoffs, seventy five percent of the time the home team has won the game. Interesting. He's official and, number uh, fourteen. He is official number fourteen. And uh also, they he calls a lot of fouls and teams score a lot of points, so that that seems to work in Embiid and um, and Harden's favor. So I do feel good about that. It's not like we have Tony Brothers or somebody like that who just they just do not call stuff for Harden. And when Harden is not getting foul calls, he plays like he does in Game Two or Game Three, where he just kind of goes to the basket, tries to get a foul call, takes a bad shot, and uh, doesn't get back on defense. Ed Malloy makes good money from what I see here on his net worth. Okay. I didn't, I have heard that those net worths are 
strikingly inaccurate. Well, it's funny. One says one point six million, and the other says nine. So no one knows how much he's worth. <laughs> like, <laughs> like those aren't even close to each other. <laughs> no, very different numbers. And it was nine dollars, which is weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I will uh, say, I will say, I, the over is probably a smart play here. Over uh, two twelve and a half at Bavada. His games that he's refing, teams are scoring 232 points on average. So he's calling a lot of fouls. Calling a lot of fouls. And that I feel like I hate to say this. This is a I feel like this is game seven for the Sixers. Yeah. I can't I don't really see us winning game seven if we go there. No, I think if they don't win this one, Boston wins the series. Boston was in, as I said last night, Boston in the exact same position last year, down three two, lost game five at home. And uh, ended up winning that series. So, got to win tonight. Must yeah. win game in game Absolute, six for the Sixers. Absolute must win. So, people and also last uh, year that this is what the Celtics were in, right? Didn't they? Weren't they down three to two against the Bucks? Okay, I'm having a hard time knowing if you're being trying to be funny right now because I literally <laughs> just said that. <laughs> I zoned out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was reading an article. Literally, John DeBell is retiring. <laughs> literally just said that. <laughs> well, it's good that I agree, right? <laughs> it is good that you agree. It is good. We're, that you agree. we're on the same page, Chris. <laughs> for, for sure. Even if we're not necessarily reading the same book. <laughs> the uh, the Nuggets-Suns game also tonight. Suns minus two and a half at Bavada. Where are you at on that one? Suns are down 3-2, right? They are. Uh, let's say I, I think the Suns win because the Landry Shamit curse continues. Explained it yesterday where he's lost in the past five games, or his team has lost in the second round game seven the last five years. So I literally just said that. No, no I know you did not. I know you did not. <laughs> I'm paying attention now. I, can't, can't I, I said that last twice. night on I said that last night on Better Slight. I said that last night on Better Slight. <laughs> I get us confused. I forget which one's which. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Shamit curse, even if one of them, maybe it was a little bit of a stretch because he wasn't necessarily on the team at the end in game uh, seven. I don't know. That's was, what I learned. That's what I learned last night. He was part of it, bud. I had not heard of this Landry Shamit curse prior to this. I, I saw a funny tweet that somebody tweeted that Landry Shamit looks like how a drunk person would draw Clay Thompson. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> uh, I thought that was pretty. I thought that was pretty clever. It's a good from tweet. That, that tweeter. Twitter. And that Twitter was, does good. That was that was from um, Mark Kalita. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> so it was. Never heard of that guy. Uh, tomorrow night we've got the New York Knicks, Miami Heat in the other uh, other three two series in the Eastern Conference. Winner goes on to play the winner of the Sixers Celtics series. And we've got Miami, who leads 3-2, five-point favorites at Bavada. I think the the Knicks are fine, and they're good, mm-hmm. but I don't think they can win two game, three games in a row against the Miami Heat. I, make, I mean, that makes sense. This Knicks team, I don't know if I've said this to you. I've certainly said it to Greg quite a bit. This Knicks team gives me such internal struggle because I hate the Knicks, but literally their backcourt, is two Villanova players. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough. So uh, I, I really, I want to see Jalen and Josh succeed, 
and don't I want to see, see the, the Knicks, Knicks lose. <laughs> and then on the other, then on the other side is Kyle, who you know literally was was there with. Yeah. So, though I really had very limited interaction with him. Oh, you guys weren't hanging out all the time. Uh, did we were did play some basketball, but he not, was a basketball player there. No, yeah, he was actually in the water polo. That's what I thought. That's what I remember him. Kyle Lowry, famous water poloist. Kyle was, he, I mean, obviously it was a one and done at Nova, but was but was very quiet. That yeah. was my memory of him as he was very quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Especially around me. Maybe he just didn't want to talk to me. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I was always like, we should go hang out. We should go hang out. <laughs> he just kept being very, know. every time I asked him, he was just very quiet about it. So Yeah, no, I always thought it was weird because anytime I walked into the gym or anywhere, like he, he always seemed like he was talking to people. But <laughs> <laughs> Then all of a sudden, just boop, nothing. So this is weird. Yeah, I don't know. Um, all right, so so you're going you're going Heat here. Yeah, I don't. I just don't think that they can win um, that many games in a row, or th- what three games in a row they would have mm-hmm. to because they because they were down three one, so they'd have to Feels win. Right. Yeah, I just don't think they can win three in a row against the Miami Heat and Jimmy Butler. Playoff Jimmy is uh, one of the best players in basketball, no question about it. Yeah, we should have offered him the Supermax. Well, it's going to set up a very interesting series. You get finally, you get to put a lot of a lot of demons to rest if you advance to the finals this year. If you're the 76ers, yeah, that's the only way we're going to really put demons to rest. You put some demons to rest by making it to um, the Eastern Conference Finals and beating Boston doing so. Yes, but it's still not enough. Like no, it'll be yeah. like it's more of like yeah like finally dude that's what you guys should be doing. Yeah, you've got to prove that you didn't uncategorically make the wrong decision with the Jimmy Butler thing. I know I mean, we, we already did. We knew that we did. Yeah, but look, it, you can argue that the roster building like if if you would have kept Butler, you don't have Harden right now. If if Harden is mm-hmm. the one get that gets you to the finals, then ultimately it's the right decision. But if he's not, well, then he'll be playing for the Houston Rockets next year. Is that the plan? Why does uh, Houston a, want him back? A lot of, uh, I think Harden wants back to Houston as much as anything. He's, you know, he he just lives there year round. And um, does he go home there after every game? Oh yeah, flies home to Houston. Doesn't go to Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, doesn't even have a house here. No, doesn't even, doesn't even have a house here. Uh, weirdly, he uh, he stays in Landry Shamit's old uh, apartment. <laughs> no, uh, look, I. There's been a lot of a lot of smoke around Harden going back to Houston. A lot of that's going to depend on what happens with them in the draft lottery. If they end up in a position to get one of the top point guards, uh, you know, Scoot Henderson or somebody like that, then we'll see. Uh, probably not a not an opportunity anymore. And and it also could entirely be a a ploy to make sure that he gets maxed here um, in this uh-huh. next contract. Because he did take a little pay cut this year. Maybe it's just, hey, there's other opportunities. Give me my money or, uh, you know, I'll take one of them. I don't really want to max him. I, I, you kind of just have, like, I do think people are, are grossly underestimating how good James Harden has been this year. And I think James Harden suffers from being good for so long that what he is doing has gone underrated. Because there's an argument to be made that he's having one of his best seasons ever. Uh, he's... He's the leader, the literally the NBA leader in assists. He shot what was basically a career high from threes, uh, from three, uh, a career best in assists, and somehow wasn't named an all star. 
Like, I just think he's getting overlooked and taken uh, for granted a little bit. Didn't even get a first team or like an all NBA team bid. Well, no, I mean, not being an all-star, I certainly didn't expect he was going to be on the all NBA team, but I just feel like if this was a different player doing this, if this was a a 25 year old putting up the numbers Harden put up, he's probably second team all NBA. So has Harden thought about being 25? It was weird. He he made a conscious decision to not be anymore. <sighs> what a, always be twenty five. Always oh, be twenty five. Uh, certainly true. And the, <laughs> twenty five is the right age too. Oh, great age. Yeah, like you you're an adult, but you're still young. Like it's a that's a real good. That's a yeah. real solid age. Probably one of the best ages out there. I think so. I think yeah, so. Makes sense. That, and let's not underrate the fact that you can now rent a car. Yes. Very important to get places, cars. If you're not 25, you can't rent a car. Yeah, what a weird, a weird little stipulation. I don't know what to tell you. Last game on Lakers Warriors tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Warriors plus two and a half at Bavada. What's the deal with Anthony Davis? They took him out on a wheelchair last night for a head injury. Yeah, I think I saw no. I'm gonna I'm gonna confirm it right now, but I think I saw no concussion and that he is he is all right. Um, looking at it right now. I was listening to a different show the other day, and I, and I they said something like, "Cause and I agree with it," where they said, "It seems like every game, Anthony Davis Anthony Davis seems to have an injury that you don't know if he'll ever come back from." Oh yeah, like the no, way he sure. like acts and like all that stuff, and like it always seems like oh like he's done for the season, like so. But I I don't know I I I think it's written in the script, Chris. I think this was all scripted by the NBA writers. Good NBA writing year, where the three one Steph gets his three one series win against LeBron. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a fun series. That's a, a fun matchup. I, I've been staying up and watching it. Like, I watched last night's game. I've actually been watching that. As far as I can, as of an hour ago, Brian Windhorst, who I know not anyone's favorite person, was on was on ESPN and said that he's currently being evaluated for symptoms of a concussion. Well, that's but as of as of right now, no symptoms have developed. Interesting. So I I don't know Windhorst. Did you know? Take him or leave him. A lot of people will leave him. Yeah, I leave but him. without without AD, that's a Warriors win. Yeah. Oh, for certain. Who are you gonna rely on? Freaking uh, Mehmet Okur. Yes. Yes. The the Turkish standout who once played for the Utah Jazz. <laughs> nah, he's on the Lakers now. People forget. People do. I mean, it's it's like uh, it's like Blake. Griffin being on the Celtics. He's just like a guy on the bench watching yeah, the game. I forgot. Like he showed him the other day and I was like, oh yeah, hey, it's Blake Griffin. <laughs> like, and now he's got that weird mustache now. He does have a weird mustache now. So man, look, there's like do you think uh do you think after the last two and a half minutes of the Celtics game that Peyton Pritchard is gonna get actual playtime tonight? I don't see why not. Well, they have like nine hundred other guards in front. Okay, of then uh, never mind. That's yeah. You you got a, you know you've got Brog, then you've got Derek White, you've got Marcus Smart, and and the like. So it's just it's tough. And that guy can't really play defense, but he scared me there for a minute. Who was the Celtics God. point guard from back in the day that I read his book? Bob Cousy. No, I read Bob Cousy's book. 
Holy Cross product, Bob Cousy. One of my, honestly, my favorite basketball player of all time. Chris Heron. Remember oh, okay. The uh, the dr- yeah, the drugs. Yeah. Yeah, that was a crazy story. A lot of weird Celtics draft pick stories. Yeah, not good. No, Reggie. You know, it, it. I mean, that's that franchise lost Reggie Lewis and Len Bias. Yeah, that's not good at all. Insane, insane. Not good at all is one way to put it. Um, <laughs> I want to talk serious prices. Is there an underdog? Is there somebody down three two right now? So so Warriors, Knicks, Suns, uh, Celtics. Let's avoid that last one <laughs> that you think wins the series. I don't, I, I wouldn't say anything confidently, but there's the heat are going to win. I don't, the mm, Knicks I aren't going to win the heater. They, I think the heat got that wrapped up. That's not an issue, Agreed. but the other three, I could easily see going the other way. Well, the best odds, the most likely via Bavada would be the Celtics to win. They're plus plus one fifty. Then the Warriors plus 185, and then the Suns plus 350. I'll tell you what, I don't hate that. I mean, you have you have Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Like those guys get hot, you win, you can win two games. Yeah. I uh, I would if I had to bet on which one would do it, I would say I'd probably say Celtics first, but um Me too. but Suns second. I would probably say Warriors second, but I don't hate the plus three fifty in Phoenix. Yeah. I mean, might as well throw money on it all. I think if I think if you throw money on all four of them, you come out with some change, some cage, yeah. some scratch. We do like scratch. Yeah, big scratch guy. Big, big, big fan of the scratch. <laughs> I'm scared though, man. I'm worried about this. The thing people don't talk about about the NBA playoffs is it's just not fun to watch. Yeah, no, especially when your team consistently loses in the second round. Well, maybe next year you can't say that. That's life for us. That's life for us, and that's going to be the show for this week. <laughs> uh, for Matt Crone, I'm Chris Hordell. It's been The Underdog. Thanks for listening, and we will see you back here next week. Huh.